If you got your Bibles, um, we're going to go in tonight. And uh, how many of y'all had a good time at the conference? Anybody? How many of y'all got some out the conference? Let me hear you make some noise. Wrong. And then when they do stuff wrong, I be getting on them. But then I be doing stuff wrong and stuff. So y'all, we gonna we gonna get in this word a little bit tonight. Amen. Go ahead and start my clock. Just start it and give me um give me about thirty minutes tonight. Okay. Woo, Pastor, you really blessing us tonight. I know. I know. We gonna bless y'all tonight. And it's going to be good, but we, we're not going to stay long tonight. I, uh, my, my, my brother, he said it all, and, uh, and all to that brother, through the Lord Jesus Christ we owe. <laughs> so that brother has, uh, has paved the way. And we're going to probably talk about this uh, a little bit on Sunday, Okay. And this is from what Dr. Rogers preached on Wednesday. And this is leftovers, but we're, we're going to call this the way we think, the way we walk, the way we talk, now that God has come through. Yeah? And the subtopic is let it change. I can't hear you. Everybody say, let it change you. Everybody say, let it change you. Yeah. So as a song, um, uh, Donald Trump had a show called The Apprentice. And I don't know how he got the rights for this song, but um, the OJs let him use their song called Money, Money, Money. Y'all remember that song? Yeah. And, and one of the hooks of the song is, don't let money change. You ever heard that? And there's a lot of things, colloquialisms, and this is an idea that really comes out of the black community. It really does. Because there's something about the African-American community, hip-hop, all of that, that says, I'm going to keep it real and be myself no matter what. And there is a resistance with those who subscribe to this or ascribe to this mentality that I'm not going to let nobody change me. So then... When there is a, an influence that we feel is changing us, we dig in because we don't we know nothing should change us. And we've learned this from somewhere. We may have learned it from the song, Don't Let Money Change You. That you, you know, we can keep it real. And how many of y'all know I finished that sentence sometime? Because our people, many people in the urban community, we keep it real, but we keep it real dumb. Somebody say amen. We keep it real stupid sometimes. Yeah. 
Yet, when the blessing of the Lord comes upon you and overtakes you, when he tells Abraham, I'm going to bless you and cause you to be a blessing, does he change Abraham? He even changes his name because he's Abram. Now, at the point he's talking to him, he's not blessed. And at the point he's talking to him, he's not a blessing. He told him to leave his kindred, right, and go to a place where I'll show you, and I will, what is that? Is that will future tense? Come on, talk back to me. I don't have a lot of time. So will is future tense. I will bless you. Haven't blessed you yet. And I will make you a blessing. Do you think in the kingdom of God that there is a place in which God wants to change people? Yes, <laughs> yes he does. He changed his location. You got to change if you change locations. People came from Charlotte, hadn't had this, experienced this kind of heat. They had to change some stuff. Somebody say amen. If you change and go to uh, Colorado, talking about I ain't going to change nothing, and you up there in Maha Stadium and stuff, oh, you're going to change something. Or you're going to fall out. Somebody say amen. Because the, the air gets thin up there, right? Um, you know, you got to drink a lot of water. They tell you to drink a lot of water. Stay hydrated, yeah? If you get dizzy, sit down. And I'm going to tell you, when I, we, went to, uh, we went to Andrew Womack's in Karras years ago. And, man, I walked from here to this door, and I felt like, man, I was going to have a heart attack. I was short of breath. I said, what is going on? They said, oh, it's the height. We, we, we were a mile up. So location will change you, yes? Yeah. And then the whole thing of the gospel. See, and this is part of the problem with this new age gospel in Christianity is because people are teaching that you really don't have to change when you come into the kingdom, when you get born again. You can still do all the stuff. Man, I was looking at a video today. These guys was in the church Rapping, Randy, tatted up, shirts off, jumping around, <laughs> shirts off, jumping around in the sanctuary, Christian rappers. Because we ain't got to change nothing but just the lyrics of the song. Now, everybody say, you got to change. If any man is in Christ, he is a... Everybody say, don't resist the change. Yeah, we got to change. And there are times in our ministry, there are times in our lives as a church that we're going to have to change. And when we get blessed and when things begin to happen, you, you, you have to change. And I don't care how much you don't want to change, you get $100 million. You, I'm going to tell you one thing you're going to change. You need... You're going to have to become unlisted immediately. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? There's some things you got to change. You might have to move into a neighborhood with some gates around your house. 
Because now you got $100 million. You got to change all kind of stuff. Somebody say amen. So this whole idea, don't let money change you. Don't let prosperity change you. And in our community, people check for this. <laughs> yeah. My sons get ready to get married. You know, see guys? And soon, soon, soon as they get married, them friends say, oh, she changing. She changed. No, she not. No, no. I ain't changing. <laughs> you fool. I, 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 I can still shoot ball all night. I can do everything I used to do. No, you can't. And stay married. Somebody say amen. And single, and when you get married, people check for you. Yeah, they check. Oh, why are you changing? I'm married, stupid. I got married. That's why I'm changing. And a lot of relationships change. People can't handle it. You lose friends, all kind of stuff. And it's just this stupid idea that I ain't going to let nothing change me. Y'all, you should want to change. Come on, somebody. I can't hear nobody. You should want to change. Stop fighting the change. Stop resisting the change. Somebody say amen. So we've come into a good place, and we've come into uh, the blessed land, and we've come into our promised possession and all of that. So y'all, we are, there are some things that God wants to do, and, and we're going we're gonna to change. One of the things that happened when they walked into the promised land, I got 20 minutes. Are y'all following me? Did anything change? Who, anybody study the Bible? What changed when they went into the promised land? Y'all remember? Anybody? Something immediately changed. What? Manna, stop! That's changed. Y'all, for 40 years, they've been waking up in the morning, going to gather manna that came from heaven. Soon as they go into the promised land, manna, stop! Now, can you imagine? And some of y'all are so routine, right? Y'all are routine, aren't you? Yeah. You so used to getting up, getting up, getting your coffee, 4.30 in the morning, getting the, getting the pan to go get the manna, and this is your whole routine. And at night you wash the pan out so you can dry the pan, so you can go out and get manna early in the morning and all that stuff, and you already got your oil ready for the manna. But the day you go in to the promised land, no more manna. And that creates a crisis for the routine person. Oh, Dad, what do I do now? Oh, my gosh. I'm so used to getting up, going to get the manna. Everybody say change. The blessings should change you. Come on, somebody. The blessing is changing me as a pastor. Somebody say amen. Because now we're landowners. Come on, somebody. Now we're campus owners. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Somebody give God some praise. Don't resist the change. Let it change you. Let it, let it, let it, let it. Everybody say, let it change you. So the scripture Dr. Rogers brought is Haggai 1 and 3. I wonder, I wonder if that what Meghan Markle said. When she married Prince, what's the name? Prince Harry. I don't let all this stuff change me. You're at Buckingham Palace? Is that what it were? Yeah, you should let some stuff change, you know. <laughs> Worth $16,000 billion. Yeah, it should change you. It should change your reaction. Come on, somebody. You ought to have some wonderment sometime. 
Come on, did you see the people coming in for the bill for the first Oh my God, wow. You still have, have you, you gotten used to it yet? Oh my God, wow. Yeah, somebody say amen. Your reactions ought to change. Wonder is that what Nipsey Hussle said? I don't let it change me. I can hang out. It's like that brother got killed. Because when you get famous and you get a certain kind of money, you become a target. You can't do hang out like everybody else hang out. Somebody say amen. Then the word of the Lord came through Haggai the prophet saying, It is time for yourself to. Is it time for yourself to live in panel houses while the houses lies in ruin? Now, this is what the Lord of hosts says. Consider your ways carefully. There are some things I got to change. If you move to another neighborhood, man, trash day out here was, was, was Monday. Well, then you move to another neighborhood, Trash out there Tuesdays and Thursdays. You putting trash out on Mondays or whatever, you know, whatever. You're going to miss the trash day or put it out too early. Dallas going to get it. You got to change. Everybody say change. Your ways, your ways, your ways have to change when you go into the promised land, to the new place. Somebody say amen. Now this word consider, I looked it up in the... Um, in the Hebrew, and uh, hold on a second. Yeah. I looked it up in the Hebrew, and that word consider means to determine, convey. It means to transform, to charge. And I love this, this one that says transform. Transform or to set, set your mind or transform your mind. So when you come into something new, you come into something prosperous, you should change. And the Bible says, consider your ways, change your mind. Is there another scripture in the New Testament that talks about this? Huh? Not in our notes. Where is it? Romans what? Romans 12. Let's go to Romans 12. Are y'all still with me tonight? Just going to give some leftovers. Romans 12. This is what it says. I beseech you therefore, my brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And what does it say? And be not conformed. Christian rapper, put your shirt back on. Here back there. Oh my God. Why well, he got the shirt off? No. Be not conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind. So if you come into something new, you've got to do what? Renew your mind. What is this? I ain't changing. I ain't gonna let it change me. I ain't gonna let why? How come? You know, we, we, we could, we, you know, we could clean that house. I remember we could clean our apartment in 30 minutes. Remember that, Jim? Or less. <laughs> that little apartment. 
Well, I, I, I'm junkie, so it, it was still take a minute to clean up after me. Messy Marvin a little bit. And then we got into another house and, you know, take about 45 minutes to clean that house. Yeah? You get into 2,000 square feet, yeah? How long it take to clean that house? Huh? 2,000 square feet? Come on, moms, dads. An hour, two hours? Yeah, somebody said, you clean it right. Two hours. You clean it, that's an hour. But if you clean like me, you clean it right. That's two hours, all right? So then you get into 3,000 square feet, 2,500, 3,000. Where we at now? Three hours, three and a half to clean the house. So now you have four, four hours. Now, y'all, I used to be trying to, hey, Jamie, why you ain't cleaned up? Now we in a new place. Y'all, that, that house, that's a half a work day. And that's more than one person cleaning up and cleaning baseboards and sweep. We got tile and you got to wipe all that stuff down. Dust get everywhere, right? So now, you know, and my mom was like, Michelle, like, bro, we not no bougie people. We don't get no maids. We got children. We clean the house. But after a while of the, the pile up, the pile up, they would still clean it, but it would still be kind of half dirty and sticky on this floor over here. Like, what? Hey, hey, hey! Why ain't nobody cleaned up? We did clean it. Y'all keep messing up. Fast, we clean it up. I ain't let nobody change me. Need no maid. I don't need no, I don't need no Florence Henderson. I, I ain't, this ain't no, you know, Jefferson's. But after a while, man, hey, babe, you want this house clean like you like it clean? You're going to have to get a maid. And then when, when Charlotte came, so we ended up, you know, the, the, they come every other week. And then now, um, you know, but then they couldn't come on the off week, so we had to get somebody else to come that off week. So then they came this week on the regular week. So that's been three weeks in a row to maid. I was like, yeah. I told my wife, I like this. It changed me. Somebody say amen. amen. Don't resist it. Everybody say don't resist. And why? Why do we? And me, I, we'd have been in 7,000 square feet. We'd like, babe, now if you're an obedient wife, you can clean this house now. 7,000 square feet? That's crazy. Somebody say, let it change you. Let, let, it, let it transform your mind. Come on, let it transform your mind. So the title of this is the way we think, the way we walk, the way we talk, now that God has come through. So how are we thinking now? We ought to be thinking better now. We, Dr. Rogers talked about, hey man, what about going out to breakfast club? What about sending people out to different parts of the city and evangelizing and going hard in the paint and following up with the people and doing it in faith? Somebody say Amen. How are you thinking now? Look at Haggai 2 and 3. It's another scripture during the conference. Who is left among you who saw this house in its former glory? And how do you see it now? Shouldn't you change how you see it? Come on, somebody. Shouldn't you change how you see your church? Out of the storefront? Shouldn't you change? Come on, somebody. 
Should we give a little more over here? Hello? Then we gave over there? Come on, somebody. How do you see it now? Everybody say you need to change. Everybody say you need to change. Okay, Ecclesiastical 5 1. Ecclesiastes 5 1. All right? So not only do we change the way we're thinking, how do we walk? How do we think? How do, the way we walk? Listen, Ecclesiastes 5 1. Walk prudently. How does it say walk? Walk how? Prudently. What does that word prudently mean? Somebody look it up. What does that word prudently mean? It means walk wisely, right? Walk circumspectly. Who got the definition? Care and thought for the future. So we got a plan. We got to have vision. Man, how are we going to fill this church up? What's some of the ministries we can birth out of this? At the conference like we just came out of. Somebody say amen. amen. Walk, let's walk prudently. Let's not walk aimlessly. And even some of the same mistakes we made in the old church, let's not make over here. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Same mistakes we made in AV, let's not make them over here. Same mistake. We, we, man, we had to go to a whole new sound system for the musicians, right? Inner ears, everything. It's just different. Somebody say amen. amen. We got to take care of stuff, all kind of stuff. And we got to do it. We got to walk prudently. So we change the way we think, and we change the way we walk. Walk prudently when you go to the house of God. And draw near to hear rather than to give sacrifice of fools. Okay? All right, Ecclesiastes 5 and 3, out of the conference. For a dream comes through much activity, much activity, but a fool's voice is known. Uh, with just many words, y'all, we got to stop all that talking. We got to start producing. Somebody say amen. Now, I want to be honest. You know, we, we had a lot of help with Dr. Rogers and all this stuff. But y'all, just be honest. When, when we told y'all we was getting to church, you know, your flesh is like, man, we ain't getting no chase to FB. Come on. But did we just talk or did we produce? Right. It came to pass. Everybody say it came to pass. Everybody say it came to pass. Here's a sore spot. Get ready for it. Now, some of y'all, at the beginning, and we, we've been doing it at the beginning of every year. How many disciples you praying for this year? I'm praying for five. And we in July, you ever had one? Y'all, much activity, y'all. You got you to do something. And if you're a disciple, what do you owe somebody else? What do you owe somebody else? A lot of other people. What do we owe them? If somebody disciples you, Michelle, what do you owe? To disciple somebody else. That's how we grow the kingdom, yes? Yeah. So it's not about just a bunch of talk. It's about how we're thinking and letting that thinking change our activity. Because, you, you know, evangelism is an activity, right? Going to a breakfast club with the intent to evangelize, that's an activity, right? All right, so we got to get busy on that. Amen. Dr. Rogers did a good job in helping us there. All right. 
Ezra 1 and 2 through 4 and Haggai 1 through 4. How are you handling the holy things? I want you to think about it. You know, when God elevates you to something, and you should be resisting temptation and all that kind of stuff anyway, but y'all, when he gets you to another level, man, you got to be circumspect, right? Like, I ain't, I ain't going to go to the strip club. I ain't, been, I ain't never been one. But y'all, we start going on daily TV, and then here I am. Let me, let me see what the strip club looks like. And people recognize you. And, and preachers like the fame, they like the money of being on TV and all of that. But they get nervous when people start recognizing them out in public, especially if they're doing something they shouldn't do. And I've done that a lot with people and know who they are, and they, shh, they going out, leaving out. Who is that? Oh, this, this, this is my niece. Oh, okay. What's, what's the problem? And these sure got a lot of makeup on and some tight clothes. Hello. So how are you handling the holy things? All right. God is exalted. He's elevated all of us, right? So we got to tighten up on our life. We got to tighten up on our lifestyle. We got to tighten up on what we're doing. Somebody say amen. Because you'll be doing something to say, yeah, I saw you on YouTube on the broadcast running around the church. Are you in the line with a six-pack of Michelob? <laughs> Somebody say amen. <laughs> All right. He talks about being passionate. All right. So passion comes out. How do I know what you're passionate about? Huh? I know, I, I can hear you talking about it. It could be quiet in the barbershop. I mean, quiet. Everybody just watching on their phone. LeBron versus Jordan. Five minutes later. Man, 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 Bro, you're going to know real quick who passionate about Jordan, who passionate about LeBron. True or no? Yes. Go to your family gather and say one word. Trump. You're going to know real quick who's passionate against Trump and who's passionate for Trump. Somebody say amen. How do you know what, what, what people are passionate about? What they're talking about. How often do you talk about Jesus outside of this setting? How often do you talk about your church? Everybody. What that mean? How often do you do it? That means you're not passionate. Somebody say amen. So when you come into the blessed land, y'all, this is a summation. I'm almost done. When you come into the blessing, First of all, everybody say, let it change me. A wonderful change. Yeah. 
Now, we want change right there, but bless it, ain't nothing else going to change me. No. Let it change you. And no change can be wonderful. Somebody say amen. How? Number one, in how we think it. What are we thinking about? Are we thinking about, man, how are we going to get three people to church this week? I put, it out, I put it out on the leaders thing. I got $500 somebody bring five people more this week. If you raise your hand, all that. I just want to see. Now, you got to be me. I'm saying the top ringer. You got at least five to qualify. But, y'all, all I'm saying is, what's going to get you passionate? Somebody say Amen about the things of God. You got to think about it. Yes? And then you got to walk that stuff out. Activity. You got to talk about it. You got to talk about it. If I'm passionate about it, I'm talking about it. So what should we do after God has blessed us? Right? Here's the leftovers. Change the way we think. Change the way we walk. Change the way we talk. Now that God has come true, let it change you. Y'all, it's changing me in all kinds of ways. It's changing me. In all, I'll never be the same again. It's changing me in all kinds of ways. I'm getting better. I'm going higher. I'm learning more than I've ever learned before about how to run a campus and all the things you got to do, y'all. And Man, just it's a lot. But I'm, 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 I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. Yeah, you, you just got to learn a lot of stuff. Amen. It's a lot of stuff you got to learn. And, and I'm learning. But, but we're changing. We're going to let it change us. There are going to be some things that change. You're going to see other things that change. It don't matter. However you see it, whatever. But y'all, we in this thing together. I told you, we need you. Somebody say Amen. Everybody say, we need you. We need you. And if we're going to take this part of Houston, we got to have vision, strategy. We got to have faith. We got to have mobility, teams, feet on the ground. We got to have word of mouth. We got to have marketing. Amen. We got to have seed source and go-getters. Somebody say amen. amen. Are y'all ready tonight? Amen. How many of y'all ready? Amen. Hallelujah. If you're ready, let me hear you make some noise. Amen. It's not enough, y'all, to just keep talking. It's not enough. Because you can fall into, I, I, I just do this at the church, I do this, I come and sit down. We can fall into all of that. But that press, that full court press that we need to explode and to go to that next level, y'all. No. If it is to be, it's up to me. That's what we used to say in football all the time. If it is to be, it's up to me. Now, a whole bunch of blah, blah, blah about somebody else. Somebody say amen. amen. We 
got to rededicate ourselves to the mission of what, what it could be. We saw what it could be, didn't we? Did you see the crowd on Sunday? See the crowd on Friday? We saw what it could be. We saw what it would be like. We saw what the, am, the, 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 the atmosphere could be charged like with like-minded believers, right? So let's talk about it. As we go forward, as we let this change us, who are we looking for? Number one, y'all, we looking for people looking for us. You know there's people looking for a new church that you ain't got to explain God and how to be saved. They looking for a new place. Somebody say amen. amen. There are new people coming into the city all the time. Wonder where we could get their information from. Is there a place we can get it? Huh? Chamber of Commerce. People's coming in, new apartments. People new to the city of Houston. Wonder, wonder is there some, something we could do? Yeah, let's do that administration, right? Let's have that information so we can send them a card and we can, we can reach out to them, right? We got a lot of phone numbers and church cards and names. Wonder did we call anybody from last week? Wonder did we reach out since then, right? So, y'all, these are the things that we got to do. And we can't be so busy about other minutiae things that we can't get, can't get that stuff done. And I know we got a lot of stuff going on. We got weddings happening. We got all kind of stuff getting ready to happen, right? Pass on the verses, all that stuff. But y'all, at the end of the day, y'all, we're here on a mission. Somebody say amen. amen. We're here on a mission. And just like you can have babies and now you can have a baby, just like you didn't get married till you got over here, just like you didn't get a job and get a promotion, just like, just like, just like God pulled you out, just like God did that same stuff for you and you're still going through your processes of delivering, somebody else need it. Come on. You think a hundred other people might need it in Houston? Maybe 200 other people might need it? Amen. So y'all, we going down deep and I'm praying for strategy. Like the breakfast cup, all that stuff. That was just that was just one little thing. That's not a whole strategy. That's one little piece, right? That's not a business plan, right? So we going down and we're gonna be in prayer for, for strategy, how to reach this, you know. Uh, if we can do a back to school thing before it this, you know, before it's over, I mean, that's gonna be, you know, it's a lot to put together. You know, buy, you know, get some bouncy houses, get some hot dogs, some gatorades, you know, put a sound system out. And invite the community. Come on, somebody. There's some things that we can do, right, to, uh, to get that harvest, all right? So, y'all, I'm so excited about where we are. Amen. amen. Conference put us in a great place financially. Somebody say amen. 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 So we're, we're great. We're fine. We've been fine. But, y'all, here's what we got to do. With this great blessing, there's a great responsibility. Amen? And let's, let's make ourselves responsible. Let's own it. Are y'all ready? Amen. Amen. Let's take care of it. Right? Let's fill it up. Let's use it for the glory of God. Amen. Stand on your feet right now. Hallelujah. I told you I wasn't going to be long. <laughs>